Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Fringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Fringe, your host, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Before I dive into announcing today's special guest interview, I want to remind you all that we have a masterclass coming up this week. It's a 75-minute masterclass called Become a 100K Coach. This masterclass is for coaches and space holders who are ready to uplevel their strategy and align their energy to become a 100K coach this year. If you're ready to take your business to six figures, this is the masterclass for you. It's going to give you the how. It's going to give you exactly what to focus on in your business to take your business from wherever it is now to six figures this year. If you feel confused, uncertain, or like you're floating in the abyss when it comes to your business, not sure on how to take your business to that next, next level, it's because you don't know how. So why not give yourself the tools to learn the how? And that's exactly what I'll be giving you in this masterclass. You can sign up for the masterclass at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash 100K masterclass. That is 100K masterclass. I can't wait to see you there. We will also have a number of you being coached live in the hot seat to apply the material I'm going to take you through. You're going to leave feeling clear, confident, and ready to show up as that next level CEO for your business. All right, my beautiful friends. Now let's dive into today's conversation with Dr. Katerina Zulief. Dr. Katerina Zulief is one of my amazing Mistress Mind clients. She is an integrative chiropractor who has a passion for helping people to see the real person behind their symptoms. She combines many chiropractic techniques to provide true holistic care for her clients, considering body, mind, and soul. And she's opened up her first clinic in Abbey, Western Australia called Soul Care Chiropractic. Now, Kat is not only a chiropractor with an amazing in-person clinic, she also has a thriving six-figure business. Everything we teach applies to an in-person business too, and Kat is an example of that. Today, Kat is taking us behind the scenes to her business journey, sharing with us how she's built a six-figure business, how she's built a six-figure in-person business, and what she's learned about opening up an in-person clinic. She's also taking us through the two focuses she has had as she's expanded her business in this last season of her business, which has been focusing on hiring team and deepening into trust and surrender so that she can hold more and expand more for her business. We're also talking about her experience in the mistress mind. She joined us last year for the last season we ran, and she's continued on for our 12 month season of the mistress mind in 2022. We're also diving into what it actually means to be a chiropractor, what chiropractic care actually helps a person with, and how having regular sessions in your life can support you as a business owner, and also why supporting the nervous system is so important 
important. I'm super excited for you to meet Kat. She is an inspiration. You're going to love her energy. We both felt so high vibe after recording this conversation. And I also want to remind anyone who is feeling interested, called, drawn to receiving support and entering our magnificent Mistress Mind community to make sure you've got the name on the wait list at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Mistress Mind. Okay, without further ado, let me introduce you to Kat. Hey, Kat, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so great to have you here and I'm super excited for everybody to get to meet Kat and hear about your journey. So to get us started, can you let our listeners know just a little bit about you and your amazing business? So I'm a chiropractor. I'm an integrative chiropractor. I use quite a few different techniques um, and kind of pull them all together to help people in the area that I live, which is in Southwest Australia in Abbey or Bustleton. And I have just opened up, or in the past year, opened up my first clinic, um, which is Soul Care Chiropractic. I'd been working as a chiropractor for about five or six years in the Southwest before and then branched out with a business partner and we created this beautiful space over the past, yeah, 12 months or so. So So, cool. So Kat, tell us about being a chiropractor. What does that actually mean (laughs) and what do you help people with? Go back to basics. Yeah. So chiropractors are like doctors of your nervous system. They help the nervous system. A lot of people get confused on do they help bones or muscles or spines, but it's really about how the treatment that we give helps your nervous system regulate itself and function. When you have an adjustment, it helps your brain integrate all the information that it gets from from your body. So if your brain is getting filtered information, then it makes filtered decisions. Mm. Um, whereas when it's making, when it's getting that unfiltered information, it makes really clear decisions. Mm. So yeah, that can be decisions about like how we're moving, how it like how it feels your muscles, but also little things like how it notices what's going on with your heart rate or with your digestion, or even just like when you clench your jaw, your whole body feels kind of tight and on edge. Whereas when you start to relax your muscles, what that starts to do for like your mental health as well. Mm. So with an adjustment and a treatment, it helps. It's like a little reset for your nervous system and it's a rebalance to remind your body of its natural ability to heal itself. Mm. I love this. And this seems <laughs> for all of us in business, I something that I'm really, really interested in for all of us who are expanding our businesses, which most of us are, whether we're like consciously doing it or not, we're always expanding, um, really looking at how we can support our nervous system as we do that, I believe personally is really important because that allows us to open up and expand in a more like easeful feeling and uh, I guess, kind way for our bodies and for our mind as well? So much. Like one thing that I really see about your nervous system is that we perceive the world how we feel. We don't see the world how it is. We see the world how we are. And so anything that we can do to kind of really bring it back to that calm, regulated state whether that is meditation, whether that is going for a walk, um, but something like an adjustment is a way that we can do that too. 
people don't always realize that the pain and tension that they're feeling, they might just come in for back pain or headaches, but they're not realizing that it's just my body trying to teach me I need to rebalance somewhere and I don't know how and I don't know where. And that's where we come in. We try to figure out how and help people feel more like themselves and feel like the person they are without all those symptoms. Mm, I love that. So Kat, when you work with your clients, are they often working with you on a long-term basis, kind of like as a proactive um, uh, exercise that they do for themselves in their lives? Or do they work with you over shorter periods of time? Like let people know what that kind of looks like. Yeah, so we definitely start off on more of that like intense period at the beginning where we might see someone more frequently, like seeing them once or twice a week for it, however long depends on what they've initially come in for. Yeah. And then I like the way that you have your regular practices. Ideally, what we want to get people to is so that we give them a checkup or tune up, um, mm-hmm. just a maintenance adjustment once a month. Um, some people, depending on their lives and depending on what type of activities they're doing or stress they're feeling, they just know they feel better with a fortnightly adjustment. With some people, it's once every six weeks. It's just that little reminder and recheck in and going, oh, yeah, cool, just a little adjustment, and then I feel like I can tackle my day again. I love that. I love the word adjustment as well. It makes it seem like it's kind of like when we talk about alignment, which I guess is like a kind of a similar word, but it's these like little things that we do to help us come back into that feeling of alignment along our path. And I know that if I was going through a busy time in my life or in my business for for whatever reason, uh, maybe during that time, I might, if I'm thinking ahead, I might think, okay, I might actually need a little bit more support during that time than when I'm not going through as busy a period. And all that's helping me to do is to adjust with what's going on and also to, um, to have more of that like conscious balance adjustments ready for me so I can keep coming back to like my center, my center, my center. Yeah, a hundred percent. And even I noticed, so the time where we opened the clinic was probably one of the busiest, most stressful times that I've had. <laughs> like it, It's up there. Yeah. Um, and they were the day, like those months were the weeks where I was getting adjusted every week um, or at least every fortnight, plus all of my other, like my self-care where I go to other practitioners is once a month I get my massage, my acupuncture. I use a technique called neuroemotional technique with someone else who facilitates that for me and my chiropractic adjustments. Mm. And when we were in our busy time, I was making sure that happened even more because I could see like life was just throwing me out of balance because it was just there was a lot going on and that's fine. I just wanted those tools to make sure that I could rebalance myself, readjust myself so that I could do the things that I wanted to do. Mm. I love this so much because I know for myself when I feel the most in alignment and in flow in my life, regardless of what's going on, is 
when I have these physical um, practices and support happening, like I know that yoga for me is really important for my energy. And then I also know things like um, having a massage or uh, even Reiki can be real. like once a month, usually I would also have these exercises too. And then sometimes it's even more often than that, depending on what I need. It makes my whole experience of the month so much better. And when I stop doing those things, or I, sometimes it's just because I haven't booked it in <laughs> and then like, you know, and then maybe it's harder to get into the places I want to get into. And then I have a longer period of time. I usually know notice that the way I feel during those times, just I just don't feel really like myself. And I don't feel that same flow of energy that I do when I am being supported in those ways. And we forget how good we can feel. Like we just kind of, we like just drop it down to, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's like just a normal bit of tension. And you're like, well, it could feel better. Um, It's just sometimes it means reaching out for that help to be able to go and get it. Totally. And that's the point. It's allowing yourself to be supported that we all seem to be learning on so many levels across our (laughs) lives, (laughs) but particularly as women. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But I just love asking. Go ahead. uh, Asking for help doesn't mean that you can't do it yourself. Like asking for help is that you want to get to that place, even with more ease, like even with a physical adjustment, yeah, you can stretch yourself to realign it. You can do all of your, like whether it's yoga or Pilates or gym work or whatever your physical movement is, you can realign your body that way. But having that outside support sometimes makes that process even easier. Mm. And so why wouldn't you do both? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it's so interesting because I think that we don't necessarily think about the role that the physical body has to everything that's going on in our life. I think sometimes we think, oh, I'll just like, you know, do my mindset work or do my meditation or like, or do something external to myself. That's nothing to do with the body, uh, maybe change my strategy or whatever it is. But we forget that like we're humans with a physical body having a physical experience. And so if we can work on the physical level as well, that's really, really important. Um, And that's part of what I see is like taking a holistic approach to the way we live and also to the way that we build our businesses. It's really factoring in how can I support the physical body as well yeah if we could separate those things then like it wouldn't even be worth separating that's the thing it's like you've got to incorporate all of them Mm -hmm. and sometimes I find with some people too is so we often talk about our physical our chemical or our emotional bodies sometimes I find that when we're missing something on one aspect like people are just like I just don't know how physically or my physical pain but you've ignored, say, their digestion or if you're, you've ignored their emotional stress, mm-hmm. um, the imbalance doesn't always show up where the imbalance is, say, coming from. Yes. Like a, a physical imbalance or it may present as a physical pain or, yeah, or physical tension, but it might actually be more of an imbalance with your digestive system or your chemical system. Or it could just be, yeah, a complete um, unbalance of our emotional um, regulation as well. Mm-hmm. But similarly, when physically you don't feel the best that you can feel, it's really hard to rebalance those other sides as well. Like mm-hmm. 
it's it's so interconnected the way that it presents itself and expresses itself that seeing it come together holistically and when those little like when I think about patients when it does come together holistically it's the feeling that it gives you is just amazing you're like look at how it was all connected (laughs) oh that must be so rewarding to see those shifts happening in your clients as well as in yourself of course but also with the people you're holding space for Mm. and them getting to have that realization too is Yeah. yeah special yeah, it's empowering to know that, like, you you can uh, lean on support to help yourself to feel better and knowing that you've done that for yourself is what's empowering. Super yeah, cool. definitely. Okay, Kat, is there anything else about being a chiropractor that you want to uh, share with us or anything else about how um, really supporting yourself with those adjustments can support you as a business owner? No, I think, yeah, people just need to have that or whenever they have that body awareness, we always have the answers ourselves. whether mm-hmm. it's for like whatever problems we're trying to solve. And if it is your physical body too, it will often be giving you little clues. So listening to that little clue um, and taking action with it whether it's rest or stretch, like a lot of people go, oh, I don't know how to stretch. I've been doing things like this. And they'll show me the stretch they were doing for their neck pain. And I'm like, there's there's not much else you had to do. Mm. Um, we definitely overthink things. So when it comes back to listening to your body, feel what needs to be done and just do that because your bodies have this innate ability to heal. They're just trying to tell you about it. <laughs> I love that. So really just taking the time to trust the message that your body is giving you. Exactly. Love it. Okay. Let's talk about owning and managing a a chiropractic clinic. And also I just want to say this is Kat has built a six-figure chiropractic clinic. So I love what we're going to talk about today because this is coming, she has a super successful business and it's from the point of view of someone who is working with her clients, mostly in person as well, which as I was talking to Kat before this episode, I I just think adds another level of responsibility uh, as a space holder and as a business owner. And uh, this is a really beautiful, uh, unique perspective that Kat can provide us with today. So Kat, when it comes to uh, owning a clinic and growing uh, this in-person business, what have you learned about that process? So I learned how to focus my energy and try to streamline tasks. Um, There are quite a few different things to be thinking about, whether it is the physical space and making sure that that space um, has the feel that we want it to feel. Renovating the clinic was a a mammoth task that we (laughs) pushed quite quickly, (laughs) Um, but we managed to, we got it all done and we managed to bring into life um, exactly how I wanted people to feel when they walked through the door. Mm -hmm. We often get this, a lot of people do say, I feel so calm when I'm here and that's such a big part of what I want to instill for people when they leave the clinic so the second they walk through the door um I want them to feel that sense of calmness whether it's through the colors or we have essential oils going all the time or the music that we have playing in the clinic um just adds a little bit to that focus and that intention 
um, that we want to bring to every single um, adjustment, every single appointment. Mm. So being able to bring all of that together and then being able to streamline how we bring people through, um, what goes on for your appointment. Like there's so many things that happen for every single person. And if it's a 15-minute or a 30-minute appointment, that means that we'll have, say, 15 of them in a day. And then (laughs) if you have two chiropractors on, like it's the same repetitive task, but being able to streamline all of those systems meant that it was more enjoyable for everyone, for Mm. myself, for my receptionists and for the patients as well. Um, And now that we have those systems in place, things just happen so much easier. We don't have to think about it all the time. Um, And it meant that when we brought on a new receptionist, it was easier for her to start to learn how to do it. Oh, okay, this is what we do with everyone. Um, so teaching someone else, adding someone new to the team too, that was that was streamlined as well. Um, mm-hmm. So she could just fit in, and that we could all work towards having that same goal, which is um, like to help people feel better. Yes, I love this so much because, as you know, Cat, within our uh, beautiful world and community, that where <laughs> a lot of the people that uh, we love to hang out with and have conversations with, uh, we talk a lot about being in the flow and wanting freedom and uh, being able to just sort of, ha- I guess, not have a lot of those more masculine structures. But what is so important that I keep trying to get this message across again and again and again is how we're able to have more flow. We're able to have more freedom when we do have these systems in place for ourselves and for our business. And the interesting thing about that is like, we all already have systems. It's just that we don't usually know that we've got a system. And it's like, it's just about bringing your awareness to the system you already have and then documenting that so that you can then share it with others. And also, make yourself feel more held because you know that you've got a system. Um, But I think that in our space of, you know, coaching and healing, there's a lot of aversion to systems because we think it's kind of like trying to pin us down in some way. Um, What about you? What if, what, what's your take now on systems? I, I had always been quite an analytical person. So I loved them and then I went away from them, but the more I'm in business, the more I realise just how vital they are. (laughs) Um, Even I think what you just mentioned then about we all have these systems, we just don't really realise it, is the more I started working with other other people, the more that I realised that I had to let them know what my system was. Mm. Um, And by actually then like looking at it and being able to have awareness of it and analyze it and go, oh, this system, oh, no, this one's not working. This is a system I do without even thinking about it, but it's not working very well because it's giving this chaotic energy or it's just not achieving what I want it to. And that means I get stressed when I'm doing it or when I'm using it. Mm. And even being able to step back like that, Now, the more that the systems got streamlined and the more that we were able to rejig little things to go, okay, this is what we want to do with 95% of people, what happens within that? Just I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, I don't have to use that mind part anymore 
And so I get to sit so much more in the flow yeah. on my day. And that is where the magic happens when the, with the client, but yeah. without using my mind on the outside to get it all supported. And you're right, without having that space to hold myself as well as them, um, it was more, it was so much more of a mess. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes. I love this. I love what you say about uh, also it, it helps helps you to look at like which systems aren't actually serving their purpose or achieving what you want them to achieve. Because I feel like for, we take everything so personally as business owners and it can be like, I'm not working. When, it, when we focus it on, oh, no, no, it's just this system isn't working in that it's not achieving what I want it to achieve or it's feels super stressful or it takes a lot of time and energy to actually execute the system. Like whether you have recognized that it's a system or not, it's still the system that you're likely executing. And so being able to become aware that that is the system that you're currently operating with and then being able to diagnose like what needs to be tweaked within the system just gives you so much more power as a business owner. And it's so, and also it takes you away from thinking, oh, I've got to change something about myself rather than, oh, it's just the system or the process here that needs to change. Exactly. Oh, so much so. And it's it's often just little tweaks and little adjustments um, that mean that it flows so much easier and you get the outcome that you're looking for with those small little changes once you've had a look at them. Yes, I love that. Okay, is there anything else that you wanted to share about uh, what you've learned about owning and growing an in-person business? My team is so important to me. Like, <laughs> it, it's definitely like it's grown in the past even two months, but even before that, um, my business partner and my practice manager, having them around me and having us all communicate well um, was just vital. But it, even more than that, like my partner, him being on my team, um, allowed me to just achieve so much more than trying to get it all done by myself. Mm. <laughs> and I tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> I definitely tried that quite hard. Yes. Well, and, what, I, yeah. I, what I love is that you have... Uh, really de- been dedicated and focused on building a team and going through the work to build a team that actually works. And that for everybody is a journey. I think when we've had uh, maybe some, some people listening to the episode have tried to maybe hire someone once and they've maybe it's maybe not worked out and then they've decided, well, that just means that a team isn't for me. It doesn't work. But the truth is, is that almost every business owner who has a team who is now telling you that it's very successful has been through a lot to get to that team, that system really, that really, that works and flows for them. But most people who have that will tell you that it's so worth it because they don't have to do it all on their own. And it takes away not only some of the execution of the, of the task, but also uh, depending on the role, also some of the decision-making, which as we know, as business owners, we we have so many decisions to make. So if we don't have systems that we're aware of and if we don't have team to support us, all of those decisions you're likely making and taking yourself through every day of your business. And that's why it feels so overwhelming and like, 
if I keep doing this, I'm going to burn out. It's often just because we need to support ourselves so that we don't have to make those decisions all the time. And that's why having a strategy that you know works for you, just being aware of what that is, which is likely part of what you're already doing, is really, really helpful. So much so. Like there are people out there who want to help you, but you have to let them help you. I tried to do everything at the beginning, whether it was even just making sure that every task that my practice manager did, I delegated or going over all of the bookkeeping things because I just had to know what was going on. But as soon as I let them help me, and I remember having a really big conversation with my practice manager and just going, it's really hard for me to ask for help. And she's like, that's my job. You've got to tell me how I can help you more because I want to do my job better for you. And the second that I step back and just let her take over a task without me having to micromanage it, all I do now is I give her a little bit of instruction and what she gives back to me is is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But I had to give her and hand that over that task and let that task go um, for her to be able to help me. The more that I tried to micromanage it, it was I wasn't actually delegating. I was <laughs> I was still in a, trying to do her job just subconsciously while I was trying to do all the other jobs that I had to do, and exactly wondering why I was getting burnt out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we tend to be micromanagers, a lot of us business owners, because it's something that you care so much about. So that's such a beautiful uh, opportunity for personal growth within us all to learn that the the way that we allow ourselves to be supported and have a team is really learning to give that responsibility to someone else and until it's it's i always think of um trust as something that has to be given before it can actually be proven so but if we're waiting for people to prove their trust first without actually giving them the opportunity to do that then it's not setting that person up uh, with to be successful in proving that trust because we have to take that step first and give them the opportunity. So much so. And to see that everyone's got their roles as well and that you don't have to be every single role in the community. You don't mm-hmm. have to do it all um, because when a community comes together and everyone's got their own little things, and right, when everyone's working towards the common goal, which is where our our systems, our strategy and our intention all come into place, when everyone knows the way that they've got to work within that, it all comes together so beautifully. So you've got the space to hold not just your clients that you're serving, but the different roles and the staff that are helping you create that vision as well. Mm, I love this so much. So... Kat, when you think about your like top three tips for anyone who's listening to this episode and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I really want to open my own clinic too. That would be so fun, whether it's a chiro clinic or whether it's another form of clinic, maybe a wellness clinic, like who knows what, what would be your top three tips? And I know you've probably mentioned some of them already, but let's just make it super simple for someone listening. So have your intention so that you can focus your energy because it's much more powerful when it's focused. Have that foundation and those systems in place for everything from your patients or clients to your finances. Um, And it's okay if 
these things get a little bit thrown off course. It's okay when you find that resistance because it is, it's much bigger than you think it is. <laughs> that was definitely something that I needed a beautician to go, what you are doing is huge. Like mm. opening up physical space is massive. You need to give yourself time and credit for that. Mm. Yes. And that's and that's something not only just then, but also as you keep um expanding in your business and just being on that business journey, that's something to keep going back to. I know that we're always in the practice of really celebrating ourselves. And one of the things I just keep, um, well, anchoring Kat in is just like, look at what you've created. Like you've created this in-person space where people are coming in, you've gathered this team and like, that is something really incredible to celebrate. And um, and that's the same for everybody, wherever you are in your business right now, really take stock of what you've created because there was a version of you before where this was all just a dream. And whether you've just taken one step or you've taken a hundred steps, you've created something. And if one step's it. bigger than another, mm. like taking the step to open the clinic, it was a big step, but Huge. I will celebrate that just as much as the little step of um, of creating a playlist for, for the office. Like that's, <laughs> that step, I will also celebrate that just as hard as the big steps because they all need that celebration. Totally. And I love what you mentioned there about how big a step opening the clinic is. And that's how I think about it when we think about starting your business like there isn't a having an in-person clinic there's a bit more to it when it comes to actually opening it up than than for an online business but the mental um, mindset work that we have to do most of us not everybody but for a lot of us what we the mental and mindset work we need to do to to allow ourselves to actually start is huge And so that's when you say, like, I started a business or I opened up this clinic, like that is a huge celebration to have. And then I love what you're saying here, Kat, about yes. And then every single other step afterwards, regardless of how big it is in comparison to the others, like celebrating it always along the way. So powerful. Yeah, you're just holding a space. Mine just happens to be a physical one. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Anything else on um, opening your own clinic? I think that's all. Love it. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about um, one of the areas that you've been deepening into as you've been expanding your business uh, and building that amazing team, which is all about relinquishing control and deepening into trust and surrender. Some really juicy topics that I know so many of our listeners are going to be really interested to hear what you have to say. What have you learned about these topics? So I think relinquishing control is an interesting one. Like I've kind of spoken about it, even just the difference between micromanaging compared to actually letting someone else take on a task or letting someone else help me and handing over these areas that um, are not my areas of expertise and just going, you know what, if I've given you my intention and focus, I know that you um will be able to bring that into fruition however is best. Um, It doesn't always have to be me who's doing everything. 
And it's definitely not me who's doing everything. Um, even the idea of just relinquishing control with patients and clients is that we can bring something to the table and we can bring this intention to the table, but we can never control, A, how someone's going to take it, B, what someone's going to do with it, or how it then will come through. And that's okay because that's that's the beauty of everything as well. Mm. Um, if if everything happened the way that we thought we would, it would be boring. So <laughs> letting things unfold in the way that they're just going to unfold is just amazing. Yeah, that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. I know it's been for me as well because when we care so much about our patients, like I know Kat cares so much about all of the people she holds space for. And uh, that's the way I feel about all of my clients as well. You know, you just want the best for all of your clients. But the, <laughs> the tough thing is, is that what's best for our clients, which is always, I believe, what is actually happening for them, um, might not be actually what you envisaged or even they envisaged when they started working with you. And so uh, what's actually playing out for them, the journey of it, it's going to be personal and it's going to meet them with everything else that's going on in their life and in the way that it needs to be delivered and um, absorbed by that particular person. And so you looking in as the person holding space, if you're not really trusting that the universe is supporting them, that all everything that you're doing to support them is also um, uh, of highest support to them, if you're not trusting in all of these things and you're seeing the person's journey and then you're judging, uh, it can be really quite stressful for you because you want to control it. You want it to be a certain way than what is actually playing out before you. And I think that's even interesting if we think about um, it, you know, if we're t uh, judging our um, our client's journey or their results and we think it should be something else, um, we can also make that mean that there's something wrong with us and the, and, and the space that we're holding. And then that means that you try to change what you're doing or, you're, or you uh, don't feel as confident. And your job really as a space holder is to um, really feel the power of what you're doing to be able to be in that uh, possibility and belief so that your clients can step into that energy and then walk away from it and use it and shape it into their own life in whatever way they want to use it. Um, and although, of course, we can look to our clients and think, oh, is there anything I can do to like support them a little bit more here? Of course, we're always like looking for that feedback, but not when it means that you're making that mean that you suck and like what your service, the service that you're providing or the space you're holding, there's something wrong with you. It's never about that at all. Um, and I think that, yeah, that's a really interesting, um, it's, a, it's a hard lesson to, to really allow into your business when you really care so much about your clients and you just want the best for them. I definitely, I think trust is what helps us relinquish that control, but we are there to facilitate. We're not there to walk it for them. I like to think of the way that I help people is it's like I'm holding their hand as they're walking in a direction. Mm -hmm. And when we apply that judgment, when we go, oh, no, I want you to be walking in this direction. I want you to go towards this. We're trying to change things about ourselves or what we're doing to try and change the outcome 
But trust is just letting go of any outcome, that whatever outcome happens is what's meant to happen. And that requires them to trust as well, them to trust that this is the way that it's, that this is, this is exactly the way that things are trying to unfold. So mm. I feel like when we try and control an outcome, we either try and change us, we try and change them, um, and we try and put those boundaries onto what's actually happening. Mm. But when we just sit there or, like I say, when I'm just holding someone's hand and letting life unfold with them, that's when all of this magic flows through and that's when all of these outcomes that we could never even imagine sometimes just appear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like we're blocking that magic um, when we're not allowing ourselves to be in that energy of trust. And I also love the way you've just um, shared how it's about you trusting and then also the client. And I think like we can only obviously do our end of the stick as space holders, but when you get a client who really trusts in the process and their process, and then you are also trusting in your process and their process, that is just when there's so much magic that unfolds. And so when we can kind of like, if I bring it back to even like what I do is I help people's nervous system regulate themselves. Um, and in that space, that's when they heal. When I think about it for myself, like any time that I wasn't trusting myself, I was so fearful or shaky or dysregulated. So I had to do those things to try and calm myself down, whether that was a meditation or just an exhale or whether that was an adjustment. And then what I found really, really useful was even putting like a new filter to go, okay, well, if Kat, if I was just me who trusted myself, what would I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and even just coming back to that space and coming back to that calm space meant I could access that trust so much more easily. And then I would take actions from there. I'm yeah. like, if I trusted myself fully, how would I act? Oh, I, well, I'd freak out less, but <laughs> I'd just take that action without all the stories. Yes. So if an adjustment or if a treatment or if whatever we do can help someone come back to that calm place and then they just trust that their body is going to heal themselves because that's what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. They just trust that their legs are going to support them. They just trust that the things are meant to happen in the way that they're meant to happen because that's what happened. <laughs> like that's just yeah. that's the way life unfolds. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like we create that space, whether it's through space holders or whether it's through um, the tools that we're doing for ourselves. Um, it's about creating, yeah, that calmness where the trust just occurs. Mm. This is just so juicy and delicious, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> I love this conversation so much. Okay, is there anything else you want to share here that could help someone listening to the episode who might be struggling in this area? You've already mentioned so many great things, but just want to give you that opportunity to share anything else that might be coming up for you. Yeah, find that energy. Find that that person that does trust or that knows that it's all going to be okay mm-hmm. and ask from there rather than your fear because your fear will give you a million answers <laughs> <laughs> and generally none of them feel as easy as as that um calm one 
<laughs> it'll be really complicated. Uh, what I love is that it's uh, that the question of, you know, what would I do if I really trusted myself here, which is a question I love to use as well. And especially when we're making any decisions in our business, like it's, including if you're thinking about investing in your business in a team member, or it could be a coach or it could be a piece of software. I don't know. You want to make the decision from a place of trust. And the reason we ask the question is not so that you actually invest in the thing or the person. It's so that you make the decision from the place of trust. And so it's, again, when we're fueling our actions with that trust, whether it's making a decision or it could be, you know, um, uh, supporting your client in a session or it could be uh, sharing a post on social media or on your podcast or, or your blog, when you're doing that from the energy of trust, the that is what's backing and fueling the action, which means the result that you create is something that's actually aligned with what you want it to do. Whereas if you're coming from an energy of fear, it's likely that, yeah, you're still taking the action, but where it's taking you is not actually where you want it to go. Oh, so much. And sometimes the the action of trust is not what your mind would think or not what anyone else would say. Yes. Like other people may go, oh, I think that you should do this and this and this. But when we actually trust ourselves, we go, not right now. Or mm-hmm. yes, that is. It's It may be something that someone else has suggested or it might be something completely different too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it it opens up new possibilities and it's just so magical because you don't need to change anything. It's simply through looking through a different vantage point at whatever the thing is in front of you and you get you get yourself a new possibility just from doing that. So I really, really love that question. So, so powerful. Thank you for sharing it, Kat. Okay, so my last question for you, Kat, is we've been working together in the Mistress Mind in 2021 and we're continuing to work together in 2022, which is just so amazing. The Mistress Mind is an incredible container and it's because of the people we have in it. That is what makes it so incredible. And so, Kat, I just want to say a huge Thank you for showing up in this container, sharing your energy, supporting everybody in our amazing group of women, and also just for really saying yes to all of the desires you've had in your business, because that has just allowed so much inspiration for everybody else um, in the program. So thank you for all of that. And I'd love to know uh, through your personal experience, how has the Mistress Mind and working together supported you as you've expanded your business? Over, yeah, over the mistress mind, I couldn't believe how much I had just grown or more just just felt so much more at ease with the things that I was doing. Um, we've spoken so much about that energy and intention behind, but the the way that that shifted, um, I went from feeling like I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, that I had no idea how I had gotten there, how I had opened the clinic. I was like, I don't even know how I opened this clinic. Like, how did that even happen? To realising how much I had achieved and how much I could achieve and how much more was just going to unfold when I had that belief behind me. And a lot of that was belief from other people, but it definitely unfolded even more when there was the belief from myself. Mm. We had a big discussion um, where we ended up talking about a a queen energy Mm. and believing that I was already that person Mm. 
um, I just had to be the be the queen that I wanted to be. I was like, mm. I've already reached that. I just need to be the way that I want to be within it. Um, came from the support and came from the space that you created. Um, mm. Whether it was our conversations, whether it was with conversations with the other ladies in the group. Sometimes it was even just tuning into the energy of the group that mm. filled me with so much confidence and so much trust that I was like, oh, like anything. Mm. And like anything is possible. Everything that I could achieve, everything that I could imagine, I know that I can do that because look at what has already happened. Yeah. Yeah, I love so, this. I love I love how you're mentioning here that it was really that belief from yourself. That's what you tapped into here. And and you tapped into that through uh obviously the the support from the space and the energy of the space, but how that was so different to working on belief from other people. I think that's really, really important for everybody to hear right now. If you can make the one thing that you're working on in your business to every day, like how can I believe more in what I'm doing and what I'm creating every day that you're like deepening into that self-belief, you will notice more results in your business. And those results could be the ease that Kat's talking of. So like nothing else changes. You just feel more ease in your business. And it can also lead to the tangible results too, where you might see more clients coming in, or you might see more people in your community, or you might see more engagement or um, money in the bank account. Like that self-belief piece just has so many benefits that um, that's why it's the number one thing that we focus on together. Oh, yeah. And I so I had my biggest earning month, um, but I felt the most energised after it. <laughs> it was a surprise when it came up and I looked because, yeah, I looked back and I was like, oh, my God, we earned, oh, I earned them. I, that was my biggest earning month I've ever had. That was so easy. Like, that was energizing. I didn't finish exhausted, whereas I definitely have, and I've had some since then where I've had weeks that were exhausting, mm. and then I've they've not been as like high earning, but I felt like I've had to put more effort into them. So yeah. it it brings like the way that we the way that we chat the way that the support that you offer it brings ease to exactly the same actions that i know i have to do rather than bringing struggle mm. but having a way to get there and having a way to facilitate is like that's it's priceless cuz i can go into a social media post with all of these thoughts and worries and it can take me two hours and I can just still not be happy at the end. Or I can go into it with, it's okay, this is my intention, finish it in however long it takes, but just go, well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Even if it takes just as long, I'm like, well, that was fun. So yeah. that's why wouldn't I want to be doing more fun things? 
Totally. Yeah, it's all about the journey. And if we're thinking about that queen energy, when you're coming from that queen energy, um, just like, of course, the experience is going to be so much more fun and, and probably depending, like maybe you, you like to spend more time on a particular task. So in that case, like, yeah, let's make it longer. But for a lot of things that we're doing in our business, we just want to get them done. And when we're overthinking them and we're not coming from that queen energy, then uh, we're often second guessing ourselves and like self um, censoring. And that's what makes it take so long and feel so hard. So remove those things and you're just like getting things done and you're actually giving yourself the freedom to enjoy the process too. That sounds pretty amazing to me. She just acts like she just does um, without all. It's like, what is she? How does the queen act? She just does. Yes. And yes, there could be different. Like I think about different queens through all of time, but the one that I wanted to embody was that calm one that empowered all of her community and just did it and just didn't second guess herself because she knew this is what is going to be best for me and my community. Oh, I love this so much. So I feel like this is a really great moment to wrap our episode up with. Um, And I want to just pose the question to everybody based on um, the inspiration Kat's just shared, like, what does your queen energy look like in your business? Take some time to make that a journal prompt for this week. You could do it each day. You could just sit down and carve out a bit of time today. Um, and let's continue the conversation over on Instagram. You can tag both Kat and I. Tell us what comes up for you when you explore this queen energy uh, for you and for your business too. I'm excited to also make that a journal prompt for myself this week as well. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Okay. Well, Kat, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing about your journey. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention here before we wrap up? Um, I all, The last question I have for you is just to share how everybody can connect with you. Well, I do want to say thank you for creating this space because what you facilitate and what unfolds in it is is magical and I'm very happy to have been a part of that space. Um, for those that do want to find where I am online, um, so my clinic's practice is Soul Care Chiropractic, that's S-O-U-L, Care Chiropractic, or you can find me with my general musings and random postings, um, also on Instagram at feelingbalanced, or sorry, feeling.balanced. So, yeah, the clinic where we do all of our information um, is, yeah, Soul Care Chiropractic, but me personally is just feeling dot balanced. Love it. And thank you so much, Kat, for those kind words. And everybody, go and connect with Kat. Follow her right now and make sure you reach out and let us know what you really loved about this conversation. Thanks again, Kat. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful conversation with Kat and I just as much as we enjoyed the conversation between us. We would love to hear your comments, thoughts, reflections on the episode. So make sure you do tag both of us over on Instagram stories. Take a screenshot of you listening to the episode right now and continue the conversation with us over there. And if you'd like to be a part of our wonderful Holistic Business Mistress Mind community, make sure your name is on the wait list at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Mistress Mind. Finally, if you would like to attend my 
upcoming masterclass, which is all about becoming a 100K coach or space holder, make sure you are signed up and registered at LetitiaRange.com forward slash 100K masterclass. This masterclass is not happening in the place that we usually hold these masterclasses. So make sure that you are signed up so that you can receive the details and receive the details on how to prepare and also put your hand up to receive coaching on the day. All right, my beautiful friends, I am so excited to have brought this conversation to you all. Kat is an amazing business owner, and I know that so many of you are going to be inspired. So keep the conversation rolling on, and I'll see you in our next episode. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letitiaringe.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.